This episode of Someone Dies in This Elevator is rated PG-13. A warning to please take care of yourself. This episode contains racism in academia, the consequences of genocidal colonization, and death in an elevator. Please read the show notes for more information. Put your back into it, Manny. I could use some help, Professor. Nonsense. You got it. Besides, what am I paying you for? You paid for a jungle guide. I, um... I... I can't believe it. This is remarkable. No... No, you're welcome. It was my pleasure. Do you realize what this is? No, but I'm sure you're about to... If I'm correct, and I believe I am, the floor of the structure seems to be made of sapodillo wood. You've got quite the eye, Professor. But this much sapodilla places the construction of this structure sometime before the switch to Inkwood. This must have been built prior to the late classic period. Meaning? Meaning this structure is likely... Oh, Manny. Come on, best guess. This part of the temple could be between 14 and 1800 years old. God, it looks remarkably well preserved. Perhaps the stone slab acted as a pressure seal. This structure is being held up by a series of wooden pulleys, and I think if I just pull on this rope here... Whoa, whoa, wait, don't pull up. Now do you understand, Manny? We're in an elevator! An ancient Mayan elevator. You can't be serious. Oh, I am. And given that stone slab we just moved... We? No one has set foot on this elevator for over a millennia. Uh, millennia? Is this... safe? It's hard to say. But when has progress ever been made without taking a few risks? Hand me your torch. What? Your, uh, flashlight. Hand it over. All right, here. There seems to be something in the walls. Embedded in the limestone. It's catching the light. Can you see? Pyrite. Hmm? It's pyrite. The Mayan people placed it in their tunnels to make them sparkle. Like there were stars in the darkness below the ground. <laughs> it's fitting. Fool's gold for a foolish sentiment. I thought you would have known that. Being a professor and all that. That reminds me. What are you a professor of again? Uh, My focus, you could say, is lost civilizations. Forgotten peoples. Forgotten people. Yes. You might have read my work in National Geographic. I had a piece 
published recently on Uxmal. Uh-huh. So, what brought you to Mexico? <laughs> the Mayan, of course. Right. <laughs> of course. The walls of the, um, tunnel seem to be adorned with pictographs. You can read those? <laughs> what do they say? Now, I could be wrong. I don't have my notes with me, but... Don't leave me hanging. Well, <laughs> it seems to be a depiction of a descent of sorts. And here, the word mirror. Their symbol for portal, perhaps into Xibalba, uh, the underworld. What about there? Those shapes, what do they say? Outsider, perhaps? Foreigner? No, no, that's not quite right. An individual looking from the outside in. Well, observer, perhaps. In this glyph, is that Lord? Ah, hmm, ah, yes, of course. It must be about Hernan Cortez. The outsider, the Lord from across the sea. <laughs> You're so close. Excuse me? You're close. That was almost right. How would you know? Tell you what. I'll give you a hint. Rosa was a little heavy-handed with the chisel. That glyph you're reading is Lord Awa. It's actually wink, meaning person. Wink. Uh-huh. And here. Snake. Smoke, mirrors, and this one. This one is you. Read that for me, Professor. Mouse? No, no. Rat. Try again. The whole thing. Okay, uh, oh. Well, a rat traveling down the throat of a... Come on. A uh, um, snake. Bueno. You got it. What is this? What's going on here? <laughs> is this some sort of <laughs> joke? Who put you up to this? A millennia. What are you on about? I asked you a question, Manny, and I deserve You really thought no one had been here in a millennia. You were so caught up in thinking you were making some career-changing discovery that you didn't even hesitate to untie that rope. But this is career-changing. No one has found this place. No one. It's on no map. It's in no books. And why do you think that is, Professor? What makes you so much more important than all those before you? I... I... Uh, You're not. You're just like all the rest. Waltzing in here with your rimmed glasses and posh accents and God, all that khaki. All the rest? Now you're asking the right questions. Well, there have been others. 
So many. All of them looking to solve the same great mystery. The disappearance of the Mayan people. Do you want to know what happened to the Mayan people, Professor? I... I'm sorry if I offended you in any way. Come on now. I mean it. I have the answer, the one you've been looking for for your entire life. Ask me. What happened to the Mayan people? You happened. You colonizers. We survived droughts, famines, wars. But then you came. And you took and took until there was nothing left. Then you hid your greed, your atrocities behind a mystery, a question with an answer you erased from history books. But we survived. And we waited. And you came back, hungry for more. I can give you money. My funding, all of it. It could all be yours. We don't need your money. We're actually doing well after the last guy from Oxford, I think. Did you let him go? You're asking the wrong question. Did you let any of them go? We let them go when they reach their stop. Where are we going? Sibalva. But as you know, Professor, there's only one way to enter the underworld. Oh, please. Please don't do this. Uh, I'm, I'm begging you. Come on. We're, we're all good people here. Welcome, Professor. No, please. To Sibalva. No! South of Palenque was written by Andrew Sionez de la O and directed by Colin J. Kelly. Script editing by Jesse Shushu. Dialogue editing by Amador Rodriguez. Sound design, scoring, and mastering by Tal Manier. Executive produced by Colin J. Kelly and Tal Manier. Starring Felix Trench as The Professor and Andrew Sionez de la O as Manny. This episode is brought to you by Anna Karen Loves Paper. Enter code SDITEPOD at checkout for 11% off, and an exclusive Someone Dies in This Elevator pencil to help you craft your message. Get mushy. Get cheesy. It's okay. Tell someone you love them with a card while you still can. Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! 
I've spent all morning gathering them and now they're gone and I think someone took them! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. A single man cannot defeat him. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword, or that they would all decide it was impossible and give up and go home. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I fear I've ruined any chances of civil conversation. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. My dad wants to marry me off to another princess to join our kingdoms or some nonsense like that. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts.